Hello, welcome back to Betch Lapped. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. We've been podcasting a lot. Yes. This is my second of three podcasts in a row this morning. What was the first one that I was also on? Diets are tomorrow, <laughs> which we literally did. We barely, we just we did not it. even gotten up from these chairs. Yes, but it it's, it's fun. We love it. It was a fun episode. We yeah. talked about men and women and their differences in dieting and touched on a lot of mother mother stuff mother so daughter don't, stuff. don't so guys everyone if you haven't subscribed definitely subscribe it's called diet starts tomorrow okay let's talk about like pop culture and shit and everything we've seen on instagram and all this shit okay why, why was everybody at the taylor swift concert okay like i thought like only five-year-olds go to the taylor swift concert but i'm so mad after seeing it on everyone's instagram stories it looked so good first of all i'm a huge taylor swift fan not okay. of the human of the music mostly okay um and when i saw it i was like I was literally like dancing to people's Instagram stories. <laughs> I was Claudia, girl with no jobs, Instagram stories. I was like, she really captured all the best parts of the best songs. I'm That's so legit funny. dancing in my apartment to this. That's so, so funny. I um, love her new album. I love Reputation. Yeah. Despite um, the only, I, I, I have like such, I don't know. Taylor Swift is fine to me. I like really loved Blank Slate when it came out oh, because yeah. I watched the music video. Blank and Space. I What's Blank Slate? Girl. Blank Space. <laughs> Yeah, I love. I liked that. I just, <laughs> I genuinely believe her music is crack. Like, I was listening to it at the gym yesterday, and I, at the second I took it out of my ears, I felt in a like a withdrawal from it. Like, I was like, I need to hear You're more Taylor. <laughs> but I swear, it's like crack for well, your anyway, ears. Well, anyway, the concert looked really fun. Yeah, she Everyone really. Was at it. She, yeah, those snakes. She was like flying through the air. Yeah. She was like, it was raining. It was amazing. Oh, the in real life, it was raining. Not. It was an effect. Of the no, stage. it was genuinely. <laughs> yeah. Um, Remember when we were getting sushi and other people are the Taylor Swift concert? Yes. Yeah. That's who she was amazing. That's who she was amazing. Yeah, that was really the fatty good. foursome. The fatty foursome. Yeah, so she, it was that sushi dojo in New York City. It was fucking good. Yeah. So uh, while it was raining on everyone's Taylor Swift parade, we were <laughs> indulging <inside eating> sushi. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, can we? Yes. Can we look at? Can, okay. More things that are happening on Instagram. Have you noticed that M. Rada, like Emily Ratajkowski or whatever, has been posting a lot lately? And it's usually very thirsty Instagrams that are like, there was one she posted of herself of a paparazzi getting her, like, of she had like a, like a fire hydrant up her butt. She was like sitting on it and she posted that over herself. And it was like clearly like, okay, like, here's a dick in my butt. And then, oh, like, it was. It, 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 I'm not like shaming it in any way but it's starting to feel a lot to me that like there's some like insecurity situation because i also saw in just jared there was like some pop paparazzi pictures of her and she clearly was aware of them and she was sucking in so hard and she was like standing in a way of like of to make her look like even skinnier than she is and i don't know i just had this like sort of sadness Okay, so, I you know what I mean? I agree with you on the insecurity because first of all, where do you expect is going to happen to someone when literally the only thing anyone gives a fuck about them is how they look and yeah. is constantly complimenting on their, them on their body and their face and then like you're you're getting older. It's not like you're getting a new more amazing face every day. Yeah. So like your only trick that you've been validated for is how you look. I personally feel that not only Emrata but in general, the amount of thirst on Instagram has been like, I don't extreme. know, extreme lately. Is it because it's summer? So there's like more bikini Me, yeah, moments? Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if this makes me sound like 
lame but i'm like just tired of seeing people's fucking boobs on instagram like i don't like particularly ones that i've seen before many times like i just don't need to see your boobs like i'm bored of them they bore me there's nothing (laughs) exciting about your fucking boobs anymore yeah i mean again like free the nipple all this crazy shit like be expressionist however you want we're not like we're not slut shaming we're not trying to say that but i just i agree with you it's just like expression or or slut i don't not even calling it slutty i'm just like it's just like I just all right. I'm bored of. I'm literally like it's the same as like I'm bored of the same vacation photo in the Maldives. Like that's also I want to go to the Maldives. So do I'm going. So why? But I'm bored of everyone else's same photo. Like right. I've seen your fucking pictures at La Fontalina in Capri or wherever the fuck it is. This is like, great. No, I know. <laughs> I'm not saying there's nothing wrong. I'm just I'm saying I'm I'm rotted. There's nothing wrong with Emrata's boobs either. They're beautiful. They're perfect. They're, They're just perfect. Amazing. But the it's not about like. Like that, this is bad to post. Like for some reason, it's just like I'm bored of it. Like right, I'm sick there, of it's it. just like the, seen it. I just think it's it's not it's not even that there's like so much boredom. It's like there's just okay. Like we we've got Again. it. Let's let's you know what else have we going on? Show me your apartment. <laughs> Show me like how you design your apartment and and it's just it just feels. I don't know. I just like get this feeling of sadness when I see these pictures because it's like there's some of them that are happy, but then some are like posting like. I don't know when I saw that paparazzi picture of her like really super sucking in and like being very aware of it I mean I would probably do the same thing but there's no paparazzi taking pictures of me thank god so like I thought someone was like I would suck the shit in like I would move from a different angle I would like be very aware of it and it's and but I think that she was also sort of posing and that's what made me a little bit sad I don't know if anybody else agrees email us slapdubetches.com if you also see yeah. it if you I hate mean, me Emrata for saying this Emrata doesn't do like she's not really like she's an models. actress in what she was in um Gone Girl okay that was known four for her years looks. ago she was also four years ago and she you know she was in a recent thing um I watched it and it she had like an appearance and no something. she was an act no it was called it was like with the with um what's her name from it was about this woman being blind and this girl gets like she wasn't a good actress in it anyway though okay regardless <laughs> you can't even come up you can barely come up with a few other things uh, she's done so pretty much all entourage. she gets uh, okay all she gets validation from is about her looks so that it seems like a pretty depressing existence. Although I would be happy if I looked like Emrata, but I wouldn't so want happy. to like, but here's, uh, I don't know. I just feel like the posting, it's not just her. I'm saying like in general, I think people are posting too much. There's a lot of thirst of going on Instagram shit. and it feels like abundant. Right. It feels like overdone. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just a lot of thirst and it's like, it's always the same thirst. Well, that's why I'm starting to think that like Instagram story is more engaging to me because you get to see more of like a, a, a greater view into whatever people are like trying to show rather than there's like more depth there rather than just like a photo face tuned picture. Right. You know, and right. I like, I don't even, sometimes don't even scroll and I like mindlessly scroll. I don't, I can't even like people's pictures anymore. I just don't give a fuck. Right. And I just look at, but I like their stories and I like replying to people's stories. Right. And I also feel like with, so with like a, an Instagram photo, it's like, you can't really show much personality, right? Like you, you have to put in a little extra effort to show more personality. And then sometimes the thing that has personality might not perform as well, quote unquote, right. in terms of engagement, because it's not as like standard hot. 
mm-hmm. you know, because it's like a little bit riskier to yeah. show something like more genuine. But story, you can like really kind of like you can just do whatever. Yeah. People are much more interesting on story. Well, speaking of people that are slightly thirsty, let's can we did anybody. First of all, you started watching Who is America? Oh, yeah. It's the best show. It's that, so. F- OK, so Ali G. I don't even know if I call it a show. It's more like performance art. Ali G has come back, has made his comeback. The Ali G show, however, it's now in a new form. He has different characters and he like pranks people and asks them really absurd questions and makes them do really crazy shit that they don't know that they're doing. Okay, so the reason why we bring this up, it's on Showtime. There's only been two episodes. The second episode has Corinne. Oh I love that she doesn't even need a last name. She's like, Cher. The funniest fucking thing. It, it was so good. They like make her... What, okay, is, so, so I love that Sasha character Baron guy. Acts like he's like some humanitarian guy who's really who's, rich. Yeah. He's really rich, and he wants her to like stage a commercial and a photo shoot for his charity, which is to like help Ebola kids with Ebola in Africa. So he starts doing this like so they do a photo shoot where she looks like she's wearing she's like, like a on a green suit, screen with a hazmat suit but with like her bra hanging out the and then he puts on like like a Fendi, like Fendi sunglasses and is like, like yeah, that we, they're sponsored like that no, she's yeah, sponsoring yeah, yeah we also have collaboration the, with Miu Miu here yeah, he's he's bag. Bag. so that that's one that's the first part then the second part is an is it like a video interview where he where like he asks her questions about like so why did you go to Africa to like help these kids and she's like I don't know I just I just did, did. and then she like and then, and then he she, and then she's like well you were there for three months and she's like wait but everyone's gonna know that I was not there for three months like what are you gonna do he's like it's my charity I I tell them you were <laughs> she was like okay and then she and repeats she, what she he con- wants but then she continued to to act as if she had gone to so Africa to help funny. the kids and then there was the, the massacre situation. Oh, 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 oh my God. And then he's like, he's like, I heard that a, a warlord like stopped a whole massacre because he recognized you. He's like, how did that happen in his accent? And she's like, well, like he just recognized me and I was like so shocked and I think I was just really nice to him. So he didn't massacre anybody. Yeah, like, none like, of this happened. Fuck? Yeah, like she just played along as if that was real. And then later on, they show that the commercial, the quote unquote fake commercial that she filmed and in the commercial, she's saying like all these ridiculous things and just not even like questioning so them. funny. Yeah. It, but that's basically like the whole show. Everybody should watch it. I it's mean, really funny. Honest, it, it was so ridiculous. She's just like, oh my God, the pizza's here. I just heard the door. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Cauliflower pizza coming. So, um, yeah. So it's, so everybody should watch it. Just at least that fucking scene. It was so, my, my, the part where I literally lost it was when they, he's like okay we need another guy to help with a green screen and he has like this guy in all green yeah. in a hazmat suit just holding up her like her kerchief or whatever <laughs> oh my god my I'll be honest like when I was watching my jaw was like on same. the floor I was, I like, was same. same I was literally like oh my <gasps> yeah, god you can't look this away is, it makes you, you feel so uncomfortable but not in not in a bad way like not uncomfortable okay, the, the way part with I the feel guy, when I watch like I think the number one most uncomfortable thing I've ever watched on TV was watching Dr. Melfi get raped on The Sopranos. Oh, I it's saw not- Dr. Melfi in real life. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I saw her at the Billy Joel concert. Right, I, I know. You already told me that. I'll pretend like I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. I was standing next to Bri- yeah. Brian. Dr. Melfi in the <laughs> elevator and I didn't recognize her until she spoke and I'm like, Tony! <laughs> Tony. 
Tony. Tony. Oh my god, those are my. She's Tony. My, one of my favorite characters on The Sopranos. But yeah, that was the yeah. most disturbing. So that's probably one of the most disturbing scenes I've ever seen before The Handmaid's Tale. In which case, I just can't even watch it. Okay, show, but period. that is acting. We're talking about real people just doing real things, and it's really embarrassing. And that's why I, I feel so uncomfortable watching it. But but not but uncomfortable. Good. Not uncomfortable. Well, like that guy <laughs> who like took his pants off, and I'm just like, no, oh stop, my god. It, stop it, stop it, stop it. Yeah, it was, it was so. so bad. Anybody, anyway, everybody needs to watch, to watch it. it. And honestly, the fact that like, so basically, just to give you some background on the show, the point Sasha Baron Cohen is trying to make is that Americans are morons, like from all walks of life. Yeah. So he's basically People in Congress, prank, everyone pranking. Like he pranked Bernie Sanders. He pranked Ted Koppel. Ted Koppel did not fall for it. He got up and he was like, "This is a waste mm-hmm. of my time." Um, he pranks like gun rights activists, which are the best scenes, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just literally just pranking random people to just show how dumb people are and how they'll like do anything for the like burka searching. Thing. Oh my God. The burka searching. That you was guys, crazy. You guys have to watch it. You guys it. have to watch it. It's, it's performance art. It's, yeah. I'm like watching. I'm like, this isn't a TV show. This is something yeah. greater. It's just yeah. on a screen. So also the funniest is Sasha Baron Cohen is so funny. When I was Mossad, I mean, when I was not, not in Mossad. <laughs> oh yeah. His Israeli character is it's so good. It's, it's because he's like a Jew. He, yeah. A, you know. a Jew. A Jew. And like, so he knows, he knows. That type of person. Erhan Moran. <laughs> I am my, my name Erhan Moran. Like the fact that you can say my name is is yeah. the most like accurate is the only thing ever. Erhan Moran. Yeah. I am not from Mosan. <laughs> okay, it's so funny. Let's, Let's do some emails. Okay. Dear Betches. I just have a lot of feelings. Dear Betches, first time writing in, but dedicated listener, y'all make my summer internship a little less boring. I like when people use y'all. I wish I could pull it off. I'm about to enter my senior year of college. Go me. And I'm lucky because I changed my major a bunch, but I'm still graduating in four years. I'm graduating with a degree in geography, concentrating in earth science and GIS computer map making. Oh, GIS in parentheses, computer map making. I'll graduate magna cum laude and with both honors, the honors college offers. I want to be an environmental lawyer and work on climate change policy. I love this girl. However, here comes a problem. I don't have any money to keep going to school. I was fortunate enough to have parents whose goal was to put my brother and I through undergrad loan free, but now I'm almost finished and school is my life. I don't want to live a life crippled by student loans like so many people do in the US. The Navy has a program that will pay for law school and pay you a salary through school, but then you owe them six years. So basically my life after undergrad would go two to four years in the Navy, three years of law school, six years in the Navy as a JAG attorney. I don't know what that is, but I assume some sort of Navy attorney. My friends and family are very divided on this issue. My friend think my friends think it's a no brainer, but don't want to see me waste my ap- academic career thus thus far on just becoming an officer. My family is a mixed bag between not saying anything and my mom being sad she won't see me as much as she does now. How do I know what to do? I'm an extremely practical person that sometimes I get myself into situations that are less than desirable, but look good on paper. I also think this could be a good option, but I'm having a hard time committing because of the general stigma around military women also. I want to still live a life and hopefully meet someone by the time I'd be out of the Navy at 33 plus. Thanks in advance, confused academic batch. Really intense. No one's ever asked us if they should go into the Navy or not. (laughs) Yeah, or like take on loads of student debt. Um, Okay, we can't, Okay, if this were like my best friend asking, yeah. I feel like I could give an answer. But because we don't really know enough, like we just know the sentences you write in your email and like mm-hmm. the extent to which those are like. What would you do? I would probably take on the debt. If Okay, if I were really passionate about being an environmental lawyer, like yeah. if I truly was into this and like I would be, I would take on the debt and be the lawyer. 
However, this girl seems like she switched a bunch of majors a bunch of times. So like how truly set is she on being an environmental lawyer? I would say if you're not 100% set, you should you should not do the Navy thing. Not do the Navy, not thing. do the Navy thing, because then you get the law school for free. But your time is like pretty much yeah, taken, it's away. taken away. Um, with but the then debt, again, you could spend a lot some of ways to make then money. Again, you could spend some time in the Navy, like sort of thinking about what you want to do. I, I, I could never see myself in any type of like, I give so much fucking credit to women, especially who are in the any type of military, Navy, Army, Air Force, anything like that. I don't have the stomach for that. Like Beer. even just boot camp. Like, I barely have the stomach. To, yeah, I barely have the stomach for Barry's. I just no, I, I, Barry's is fine. But like, <laughs> but yeah, like that. Imagine Barry's so, every day, all day. It's so incredible. Like I just, if I were, I can't give it. I like you. I can't give advice on this because I. Like that's that's really difficult situation. I would probably take on the loans because then you have more years that you could pay them off. Right. Plus, you don't have to do you don't have to be a lawyer to pay off the loans. You can find another way to make money to pay off the loans. Like you could get a corporate job that pays you, you know, seventy thousand dollars, whatever it is, and you could pay off loans that way. I think ultimately the loans are less limiting because there's like it doesn't take your time and it doesn't there's no stipulation on what you have to become to pay them back. So like you could become an environmental lawyer or you could become like but but if you're doing this Navy thing, like you have to be in the Navy and do that thing. And I think that like we can't just even call it the Navy thing. Like it's the fucking Navy. Like there is serious commitment that comes with that and it's hard and I feel like if you're not if you want to go into the Navy you probably need to have like the dedication to right. go, be in the Navy you right. know what I, I mean right I think you should go into the Navy like if you want to. to go into the Navy yeah. not as like your backup option yeah not just a way of getting law school for free yeah right it's sort of not an equal trade-off yeah. because it's so much time whereas law school is only three years and then you just owe money you don't owe time yeah time is in some ways more valuable than money. Yeah. Because then you also have more time to pay off for that money or make that money. Right. Like you could. Yeah. I would say go with the loans and then see if maybe like if, if you don't like if after a year of law school, you don't want to be a lawyer, even you can like go get a job and then pay off just one year of the loans. Right. True. I just think more options. Whereas like the, the, the Navy to pay for law school is only the Navy. Like, but you have so many different ways you could like repay that debt. Yeah. If you take the loans. Okay. Let me read the second one. Yeah. Betches. When thinking of whom I can reach out to, I could only think of you as I listen to your podcast and there's been women in similar situations as mine. Around two years ago, I met a group of women at a book club in my age, in my age group over 30, in which we immediately bonded and became close friends. Texting was regular meetings at least once a week from wine nights. It was a great, it was great to have people. I don't know why I can't read today. It was great to have people around my age, not married and in similar situations as me because all of my other friends were married younger or we just drifted apart. Anyway, as months went on, the group suddenly ghosted me without much explanation. I was very hurt and I'm one of those people that need closure and an explanation. Most people need that to this day. I never got it, but I had my suspicions about what happened. Cue to last year, one of the women apologized for cutting me out and hoped we could move forward. The problem is, is because of social media, I see posts of everyone, everyone out and about minus me, and she just hangs with me separately. It bothers me to see them all out. I don't know if I could, I should or could trust this woman and maintain a friendship knowing the rest are probably gossiping and leaving me out of 
their lives, what would you do help? This is very uh, hard to um, decipher. So what's okay. What was the so reason she was cut out? It's not clear. She doesn't know. This is hard. Female friendships after college, I would say after age 25, particularly are so hard. And I feel like this sort of thing is like, whether it's this specific story or something similar, this kind of thing is like very difficult and painful. But I think for like, like think about it. Like most, most of your friends you knew before you were like, yeah, 18 even like, you know, Mm -hmm. I think what this though is like, okay, unfollow them on Instagram. Don't try to like follow the lives of people who cut you out unfollow yeah. them stop following don't look what they're doing don't make them part of you like your think your think space you know mm-hmm. if this woman wants to be your friend ask her like i you know i i don't know like to ask her why is, like, they cut me why out? are we friends why do they cut me out and if she, if you you could trust like why i mean nobody's like out to get you here like i don't think this is like a trust issue if this woman is maybe just feels bad and she just wants to be friends with you i think that's okay um, but like you're saying that the knowing the rest are probably gossiping about you and leaving you out of their lives. I mean, here's the thing you can choose to decide to cut them out all out fully. That might be the best move. And then you don't have to think about it ever again. And then concentrate on like doing you like start your own book club with other people. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, you know, work on like being a better version of yourself. And instead of like harping on what other people think of you and then they'll stop gossiping immediately because they won't give them anything to gossip about. Also, like if you're people who are over 30 and like gossiping. most of their conversations consist of gossiping and like other people who they like weirdly ostracize randomly, like they have something wrong with them. Yeah, like you're hasn't anyone seen Desperate Housewives? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not the person with something wrong. They're the, per- like, look, I don't know. Maybe you do have something wrong. But, like, <laughs> but what I mean is like, what you're saying about them, like they have something wrong with them. Like they have a problem. They are unhappy because all they can do is sit around and talk about yeah. other people. Like unless you did something that you're not self-aware enough to know that you did that right. made them cut you out. Like that's another option. Maybe you can think about that. But if you really can't rack your brain, I would just move on and not let that there. Like, well, you can find out by asking the woman who's your friend, like yeah. the woman who's still your friend, you can find out. And if the answer is I'm like, I'm actually surprised that this woman hasn't told that you haven't asked her. This is why there's something. Well, she said cut to last year. One of them apologized for cutting me out and hope we could move forward. But like, what was that conversation? Yeah. Like, weren't you like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I would just either like do a full cutout of everyone yeah. of the whole situation. You like life is so fucking short and you just don't need to be with people who make you feel anxious about what they're talking about behind your back. Like what is the point of that? So, so irrelevant to to what you should be focusing on. Yeah. All right. Let's play some games. Okay. Would you rather attend a Taylor Swift concert every night for an entire month or be banned from ever seeing a Taylor Swift concert? How far is the Taylor Swift concert from my house? I don't like um, 30 minutes. If it's 30 minutes, fine every night okay <laughs> if it's if it's for an more entire than month. 30 minutes for a month if it's more than 30 minutes never yeah i don't, I don't like to I travel i literally don't give a shit <laughs> i don't like to travel for yeah i think i'd rather just be banned right yeah I, like if it was convenient I'm, i'll go yeah i just but you have to I attend a concert can i, can't I sell go, my tickets or I can't i like go to a concert and you have to go i also yeah i can't go to a concert every night That's, yeah i 
For a month only, though. Oh my god! When I was in San Francisco, I went to a concert like four days in a row. I'm like, oh, we're doing this again, <laughs> like literally again. Yeah, it just did this. It's a lot of standing. Okay, it's a lot of standing. <laughs> okay, when you're 50, would you rather be more like Ramona Singer or Bethany Frankel? Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, really good one. Okay, they're both crazy, and they're they both, both crazy. Have lots of shit. Lots of shit. I think I'd rather be Bethany because even if she's a bigger bitch, Ramona is still also a bitch. So it's like, just cause you're a bitch on a lower level. doesn't mean that like, you know, you, you, yeah. I don't Bethany's know like, how to answer this. It's almost like, would you rather be ignorant and like happy or like just fully self-aware and sort of unhappy? And I think that Bethany, I, I truly think Bethany's having a hard time. She has a hard yeah. life. Like she's severe control issues. She's like, she's restraining her against her husband. And I don't know. I, as much as I wouldn't want to be either, either but I either. sort of would my pick Ramona. But here's the thing. They both have a lot of the same qualities. Bethany just has them like a little more self-aware and is more okay, successful. I'd rather be Bethany. She's like, Bethany's like smarter and more successful, yes, okay. which is those are, I mean, maybe that's because those are qualities I consider myself to have, but like I would want those more than I would want Ramona's, which is basically just that like she's aging very well. Okay, let's do one shoot, fuck, Mary. Okay. Okay. Sasha Baron Cohen, Chris Pratt, and Steve Carell. Ooh. This is hard. Very difficult. Um, this is very difficult. Um, I know they're all good. Oh my God. I would fuck Chris Pratt. <laughs> I would. I would marry Steve Carell. Uh, yeah, I guess I would shoot Sasha yeah. Baron Cohen. Yeah, I would marry Steve Carell. He's like, although he's a top okay. guy. Okay, fine. Michael, he, if he could do Michael Scott, all improv. I am Michael Scott. Okay. okay. Well, thanks so much, everyone. Don't forget to listen to all of our other podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. This one, tell all of your friends. And don't forget our book, When's Happy Hour, is now available for pre-order. So go look it up on Amazon, When's Happy Hour. Um, I think you can go to betches.co slash WHH. Yeah, and it's and a little mint book. It's, it's really pretty. A, it's an amazing book. And um, yeah, okay. Bye. Bye. Batches.